0: Welcome to When Fear Reigns. As the new year approaches, many people begin to make resolutions on what they want to improve in their lives. Let's join in as Dr. Parlow and Pastor Ben explore how to make an impactful resolution in your Christian life.
1: Welcome to When Fear Reigns. I'm Ben Workentine, joined as always by Dr. John Parlow, and it is that time of year, time to daydream about how you're going to get skinny go more vacations, read more books, find a new career. It's time for New Year's Resolutions. Are you planning any? Well, in case you are, I hope you'll listen to all the way through today because at the end, I'm going to ask Dr. Parlow, what's the craziest resolution he's ever made? We'll find out what he was thinking, maybe getting into a uh, swimsuit attire later that year for the summer. Anyway, oh boy. you'll have to- <laughs> <laughs> you guys are what a way waiting. to start off this yeah, new year. Yeah, that's right. Uh, before we get to that, we want to thank you, our listeners. When you subscribe, uh, you get this content for free, and your feedback helps make it uh, better. We love comments. We love to see you sharing stuff on Facebook. It helps us know that what happens here, what we talk about on When Fear Reigns, helps you live out your faith in the secular world. Alicia says, "Great, easy to listen to podcasts." great conversation and content. Thank you for sharing your expertise. Thank you, Alicia, for sharing your insights and feedback. Glad to have you listening. Now, Dr. John Parlow's insights on making resolutions this year. John, are you making any resolutions?
0: I make resolutions every year. This year, I'll oh, make okay. one that I didn't fulfill last year, and that is I need to clean out my closet, take out the things I haven't worn for a year or yeah. more. And donate them for okay. people to use them, and I, I just don't get around to that. I know I need to do that, and yet I just, I just don't. And so that's one of the
1: resolutions I'll you make. You Need to make sure you get those leisure suits out and the wide lapel suits. No, Somebody that, will want to wear those for Halloween. That was back when I was in grade school, but I appreciate the
0: memory lane walk yeah. you just made yeah. with bell me. bottoms. Bell bombs were great. Elephant yeah. bell bombs were better. They, they couldn't see your shoes then. Platform shoes, all of those. Tie-dyed when it first came in. I got it all And the Bee Gees, which should never be returned. Yeah. I mean, you should never return to the Bee Gees <laughs> ever. Don't ever <laughs> do that. I'm trying to
1: imagine you with a fro, with like I, Bob Ross I, I didn't fro, have any fro. I had really long
0: blonde hair in a mullet, you know. The oh, whole that's even better. Business in front, party in the back, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Is that stuff, what that right? is? Yeah, something like that. Absolutely. It's hard to oh, imagine now knowing man. that I have just a big melon for a head. But no, I, I will also, this year, I will strive again to reach 80 books read plus wow, okay. podcasts as well as articles that I read every day. Um, last year I get pretty close. I think I did 67 or 68. Okay. So that works. And this year I will, I'm, I'm going to try to branch out a little with some consulting and branding, uh, on some things that I think I can help, uh, Pastors with, as well as churches with, so we'll see where that all goes. It's going to require me to do a little more writing and to be a little more, how should I say, fluid with uh, social media. So I'll have to stop asking Ooh, you guys questions excellent. about certain things and have to. I'm not going to get on TikTok any day soon. You know? So we can follow you on
1: Instagram and see your progress <laughs> Instagram, towards. Probably, towards you know, weather. Instagram.
0: Yeah, Instagram. I'll, I'll, I'll probably do Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. Twitter, I like yeah. doing Twitter, although yeah. Twitter is usually hijacked by people just angry.
1: People just angry. You get you know? to yell at people on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, just get to yell at people. Yeah, that's, that's it. good. So, that's not, how about you? How about
0: you? How about you, Ben?
1: You know, I don't really care to make New Year's resolutions on January 1st. Uh I've not done a good job of keeping them and I-, I Well, you like can make
0: them on January 1st saying, yeah. I will start them January 10th.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I just like to, I'm actually going to take the first part of January, the first week of January and kind of look, take a look at the year and what I want to get done and some goals and stuff like that. Ooh, that's good. That's and, good uh, insight. So that'll be, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, but- uh, if I see something that needs to change, I don't wanna wait till January. So I try to do it. Well anyway. just
0: simply ask your wife what things does she want you to change now? Couldn't you just recycle those? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I certainly could recycle them. Uh, hey, Kimmy, make sure you're not... right
0: in the show notes. Let us yeah. know and let everyone else know what uh, your husband needs to work on. Because yeah. just try to keep it within just 10, a list of 10.
1: <laughs> uh, and I don't think she wants me to wait on those. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say, I don't think she does either. Uh, the thing about New Year's resolutions, and this is what one of my things against them, is there's some statistic i'm not going to quote it exactly but it's like yeah. 90% of them fail by the third week of january absolutely something something like that why why is that why do we keep making resolutions why do we keep failing at them why do we try again next year with well, nothing I, I really well i could of say th-
0: i'm just going to excuse everyone who lives in a northern climate A lot of us say we're going to work out.
1: Yeah. I get that
0: or start working out more or just start working out, period. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But think of it, what we have to do in the northern climate. You people listening right now in a warmer climate. Yeah, we know there are some of you. Yeah. In Florida and Texas and Arizona, shut up when you say, (laughs) oh, we're going to get in shape. Oh, you just walk out your door. We have to get clothed up, warm up our cars, drive in sub-zero temperatures, then get out of our cars run over to the doorway of the workout place, the gym, without slipping on the ice and hurting ourselves. Get in there. you change in your workout clothes. You work out, workout, workout, feel good about yourself. Maybe take a shower, hang up your sweaty clothes in your locker that you rented for $10 a month. And then you come back out. And now you freeze your butt off as soon as you get outside. Get in your car. You have to start it up praying to Jesus that the battery turns over, and the, or battery starts the car. Yeah. And, then, and then you drive to work and you feel good about yourself yeah. and then you get out of your car and you have to run from your car to workplace. Now, does this sound like a lot of excuses I've used before not to get in shape? <laughs> yes, Low it is. Experience it's a little here. personal experience. I, but I got
1: to tell you, I can feel the sympathy coming through. Oh, empathy is right <laughs> through the microphone. I can hear it. But
0: there, there are a lot of reasons I've come up with five or six through the years okay. that I've tried to Address so that I can actually make some New Year's resolutions that actually work. Yeah. One is make sure when you're doing a New Year's resolution, make sure your priorities are still your priorities. Don't let them get hijacked. Um, you need to be the champion of what's really should be the priority in your life, and that's yeah. your relationship yeah. with Jesus, of course, and other priorities that you have. Um, no one else will be the champion of your priorities. So if you don't yeah. make them. People will make them for you. Uh, I think of as pastors, we we set aside time to make sure that we research with Mm -hmm. the message and, and we craft it and we write it in a way that best helps us communicate God's truth to people that all need to hear it. And so if, if you don't slot out time in your schedule to, yep. I'm going to do this, do that. And people say, Oh, can I see you then? No, that's already yeah. scheduled. Yep. You yep. don't have to tell them what you're scheduling, but that's already, that time's already taken. If you don't make that your priority, whatever it is, it will get hijacked by other people. It mm-hmm. always does. Another mm-hmm. thing, a lot of times people aren't really intentional about their resolutions. Um, they, they make resolutions, but, but they're really mostly. They're not resolutions, they're intentions. Well, I, okay. I, I'm, I'm intending to do better. I really want to, but you really had no plan. Yeah. And how to accomplish that? What are you going to do differently? Your strategy, you, you need your strategy, not your intention. Uh, your strategy determines your success. And so I would ask people, and I'd ask myself, okay. How are you going to get this done? What's your game plan, if mm-hmm. you will? Mm-hmm. Another one, uh, you got to stop doing things. We just talked about that as our own staff right yeah. now, yeah. that oftentimes you will go farther faster if you stop doing some things and yeah. do just a few things as well. Yeah. Uh, but you know, life gets a lot easier when you subtract. it. Now, it's not easy to subtract because you mm-hmm. feel like you leave people in the, in the lurch or you kind of hit a wall. If you don't, you'll be overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. There's just too much to mm-hmm. do and you don't have enough time to do it and you don't do it well. Greg Rochelle, I think, says something really nicely, something to the point of if everything's important, nothing's important. I think he said something like that. Um, If everything's a priority, then nothing's a priority. Mm -hmm. I I often remember that. I think I read it on his blog. and That's important because you've got to make sure that you keep your priorities and you're strategic about all that stuff. The other one is check out your calendar. You're going to have to mark out your calendar as much as you can. Set your goals maybe right next to your calendar or on your computer or however you do that Uh, does that impact the rhythm of your day? Maybe the reason you're not reaching your goals is because, well, you you don't plan. And Mm -hmm. that gets to another part I often talk about is just the patterns. What does your everyday life consist of? You say, well, I do the same thing every morning. Well, maybe that's the reason you're not reaching Mm -hmm. your goals. Maybe you got to look at your patterns, your rhythms of life, and they're actually hurting you in accomplishing what you think you're trying to do. Uh, If your patterns support your goals and your dreams, you would have accomplished them mm-hmm. so apparently your patterns need a little adjustment sure
1: and i think on the spiritual level a lot of change at least is what i found to be true is rooted in some sort of sticker care right i want to i want to work out more so that i look better or i want to read so that i can be smart um, and that, <clears throat> that law motivation i think is there's limitations to that it's certainly there are imperatives that that god calls me to that to do these things and to show these fruits but if, I'm, if my motivation is based in do and don't, I, I'm not setting myself up for success. Yeah, either. and I
0: think that that gets to another question people often have. And is it, is it wrong to want to change yourself every yeah, time? Yeah. Is, is it wrong to desire change from... Well, it depends why you're doing that change. I mean, is it a selfish change, like some of what you just yeah. described, like, a, I want to look better, which isn't necessarily selfish. Yeah. But if it's from the idea that, okay, God has gifted me... With what he's given me. Yep. And I am, as a good steward, want to try to take care of my body. Um uh, maybe, you know, you can work out like you can eight hours a day and you're not going to look like <laughs> Ben Workantine. but hopefully or, nobody will. Yes. Ever. Well, there's only one of you. And, but, but the idea is that you it's want to I'm take, special. I'm a snowflake. You, you want to, yes, you are. You <laughs> want to take good care of yourself because you want to honor God with your body. I get that. Yeah, I think that's yeah, yeah. important. That's, that's different than. I want to work out so I can be worshipped. Yeah, or, be sexier. <laughs> yeah, or you know my uh, that that whole idea of identity. You want to be really careful. Yeah. What's your motivation? As you said, it, uh, that law motivation never really works yeah. because in any area of our Christian life, because I always say it works, but it's limited. Yeah, it's like swinging a bat. I got to keep hitting yeah. you. Yeah, gospel well, motivation works. And I all think the time. yeah,
1: and I think what you just talked about is is really helpful to think. All the things that I want to change really is a question of stewardship. God's blessed me with, maybe it's my body or my family or my, or my time, time or whatever. And I want to be, or finances or intellect or remote, whatever, um, that's all a gift from God. How do I manage that better? How do I use it more to God's glory? How am I maximizing that and, and using it in ways that give him honor? Well, I'll give you
0: personal insight from my vantage point. I think the most valuable thing that I have that I squander and don't use wisely all the time. Time, mm. time is limited. Mm-hmm. Time is valuable. Non renewable. I, I I look at people. I I often say to myself, I will never be younger mm-hmm. than I am right now. When when you look at that, you're like, wow, that's kind of so. Take care of what God has given you and make the most of those opportunities. So I'll just use the application when I'm talking about reading eighty books a year. Yeah people go, that's a lot of, well, let's say it's 200 pages is the average book. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, and I read, as you know, eight or nine at a time and yeah. and do a number of things. But I might read every day, my goal is, okay, I'm going to read uh, 10 pages out of every book. And people go, how can you do that? Well, if you really think about it, we waste a lot of time on the phone, yeah. on the computer, yeah. uh, binging on Netflix or Hulu, yeah. doing a lot of that stuff. I mean, as you see, <laughs> every time I run to the bathroom, I have to go to the bathroom, I'm carrying a book. Mm-hmm. I figure, well, that's, Dead time, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Might as well read a page or two. Mm-hmm. Now, that might be creepy for some listening, and sorry <laughs> if I'm creeping you out. But I, I'm reading constantly. Hopefully, Anthony will edit that. Yes, maybe so. But the point <laughs> is, you want to make sure... That you use, like you said, everything as a gift from God and that whether it's your health, your body, your your time, your monies, your intellect, Mm -hmm. your relationships, building Mm -hmm. relationships, all of those are important. So your own
1: mental or spiritual emotional. Yeah, and sometimes
0: you just need some take a time out in in your own spiritual rhythms. Yeah. Am I taking time to meditate on God's word and what he's done for me? Am I taking time to be in his word? That's the real key. I always tell people the first one is are you spending time with the God who gave you the new year? Yeah. Yeah. He's the one that gave it to you after all. Earth.
1: Yeah. And I think all of those, whatever aspect, if you're getting healthier in that, you're doing it. You know, I want to be healthier physically which means eating better or working out or whatever, because I want to be around for my family. I want to be able to do the things guys called me to do. Um, I don't want to be held back from those things emotionally. I, if I'm unhealthy emotionally, that's bleeding over, it's affecting the people around me. And I want to, I don't want that to happen. So, you know, maybe this year's you're thinking about, maybe this is the year that you finally see a counselor or you finally talk about that trauma from childhood, whatever. Absolutely. Your help, your, your, uh, you're working in God's family, God's body better. Yeah, we talked about that spiritual maturity here at St. Mark Ministries
0: with the uh, the picture of mile markers. Mm-hmm. Everyone's at a different mm-hmm. mile marker. How am I going to get to the next ones ahead that God has given me an opportunity to pursue? And so does that mean I, I go see a counselor? Does that mean I get a, a coach? Mm-hmm. Does that mean I, um, I'm i going to volunteer more or serve more in the local church mm-hmm. or school or wherever you are? Mm-hmm. That, that's really important. Yep.
1: As a Jesus follower, I think one of the biggest things is moti- it's not hard to identify. Well, let me take that back. Sometimes it's hard to identify where where I need to grow, where I need to strengthen. I think there are some good books or coaching or you know sitting down with somebody who knows you really well and, and asking some tough questions can help you find that. But motivation, inspiration, the things that I need to have that kind of push me towards that real change. Those are sometimes hard to find. Where, where I, I guess I,
0: I, I would often be reminded of those from Scripture. When mm-hmm. I go through a, a devotion, I'm, I'm always reminded, oh, I, I need to work on that area. Or, oh, that's that's a good reminder. I, I, again, if you start out with the spiritual, that really shapes everything else you do from the emotional and the physical. But you have to start out with a strong spiritual background as well as foundation. Mm-hmm. And I I think a lot of us, the reason sometimes we flail in life, whether it's relationships or finances, or whether it's in education, or just in emotional health, many times, not all, but many times, it's because spiritually, we haven't filled that Mm tank. It doesn't take a long time to fill that tank. When people say, well, this year, I'm going to read through the whole Bible. I'm always like, "Eh, I don't know if you're going to do that. I hope you do. That's great. Why don't you start to say, this year, I'm going to start by reading one chapter of the Bible Every day, yeah, and I'm going to yeah. take Sunday off because I'm going to go to worship. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to mm-hmm. take Saturday night off because I'm going to worship Saturday Saturday, whatever that mm-hmm. is. Th- I think that's that's important. But start there. And then build to the others. Mm -hmm. But take baby steps. Even when it comes to your your discipleship, a lot of people bite off more than they can chew and they end up being very frustrated. And then they feel extra guilty like, I was going to get up every morning at 5 a.m. Or if you're not a 5 a.m. person, just because you want to be doesn't necessarily mean you will be. (laughs) Maybe you're a 7 a.m. person. Start at Mm 6.30 or quarter to 7. Or yeah. in maybe in
1: some case, people listening here—they're like, "Well, I got to get up at the crack of noon." <laughs> <laughs> we got some night owls tuning in for sure. I bet you we do. I'm I bet sure. you we do. So it's—it's it's not sinful to want to change. Not sinful to make resolutions. But help us have the right kind of attitude as we come into. The new year and well, new Well, we've resolutions. talked. You know, we,
0: haven't we talked about that already? The, the right attitude is: I want to give glory to God in all that I do, in all that you do. The yeah. scriptures say,
1: yeah. uh, "What you eat or drink? Eat whatever or drink. You
0: do do it all to the glory of yeah. God." So, I think that's that's where you start understanding all that God has given you. That's that gospel motivation. So I'm always going to keep that in the forefront of why mm-hmm. I do what I do mm-hmm. the way I do it. And I think that's where you approach the new year. That doesn't mean that you don't have some things like, hey, we'd like to go on a family vacation, mm-hmm. or we'd like to we would like to get our financial house in order, yeah. or we need to redo the closet because I got way too many clothes <laughs> and I'm not, I can't fit into them, or they're way out of date, or yeah. like, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> Those are all managing the gifts that God ultimately right. gave you the past year. Mm-hmm. So again, honor him and give him glory in all that you do. So I think that's that's the easiest way. You, you just use them accordingly, understanding it's not because you have to, it's because you want to, because you, yeah. you don't only know who you are. More yeah. importantly, you know whose you are this new year. And as much as you don't know what this new year is going to face, and, and some of the people listening right now, you know that right now your life is chaotic yeah, financially or emotionally or um, relationally. Mm-hmm. and you're not really sure what you're going to do, the great blessing I can share with you right now is that as you walk into a new year that you feel is not going to be any better, you have a Savior who walks into that new year and will take care of it alongside it. Yeah, and, and that's the
1: blessing. Thanks. People have been waiting, John, they're wanting to know what's the craziest resolution
0: uh, I thought you've I, made. A resolution last year. Okay. It, it was, uh, or maybe the year before, that we're actually going to call a guy from Idaho. <laughs> 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 and it happened. We, we called <laughs> one and. It's, one of the seven guys. It's that- been a work in progress. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, the craziest thing I've ever heard of, I don't know, you you hear about some of those things. I'm sure our listeners can probably Google that and there's going to be some pretty illicit ones on yeah, there as yeah, well as some just horrific, You're going to want to have safe search on Yeah, safe search, yeah. <laughs> yeah be careful there. But I, I the one I just recently came across was someone saying, hey, this new year from our congregation, this year, new year, I'm going to try a new food every week. Okay. You ever done that?
1: I have not. I'm usually trying new food, but I don't know. Every week, that's a pretty fast clip.
0: I know that uh, a lot of times uh, when it comes to uh, diet and things like that, I, I usually like intermittent fasting where yeah. I won't eat until noon or yeah. 1. Then you can eat within an eight-hour window, and it works pretty nicely for the most part. And that That's not a bad thing to try. But when I hear people go, you know what? I'm just going to eat a plant-based diet all yeah. of January. Yeah. I'm like, God bless you. <laughs> I don't know that I can do that. It's probably good for you,
1: depending yeah. on how you eat that and what you eat. But I don't know. What did you, Ben? What did you have? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I don't really make New Year's resolutions. So I did. I did eat uh, whole food, plant-based for over a year. So that was what was that again? Whole food, plant-based. So it's a plant-based, veg- vegan. So you didn't eat any and no meat? Food. Nope. No eggs. meat products? Nope. Really? No. Nope. No, no eggs, no meat, no cheese, no How'd dairy. How'd that work for you? I was the lightest I've ever been, the healthiest I've ever been. When was that? Uh, that was back in uh, my internship year. I did that my whole really? intern. The the um, staff minister down there, he and his wife eat that way, so it was kind of easy. We did a juice cleanse, that sort of stuff, but that was good.
0: Hey, Anthony, what are you going to do this new year? What you got coming up? Anything new?
1: Uh, taking a lot of vacations, actually. Uh, we're taking a couple of cruises. Uh, we're usually pretty, I'll say, financially responsible, so... Uh, been married almost 10 years, just haven't taken a whole lot of family trips. Um, so we're just doing a lot of stuff getting outside our comfort zone. Uh, nice. So he's not going to be here ben, is what yeah, he ben, so,
0: <laughs> ben, please help me remember to uh, decrease Anthony's salary. Apparently he's going on cruises and everything else. <laughs> no, good for you, Anthony. Yeah, good for you I, and your my wife. My wife
1: tries to get me to go on one of those say, I always tell her, I've seen the Titanic. I know how that story ends. And then she entices me by saying the showers, you probably won't fit in them. Why would I want to go in a place where I can't take a shower for four days? Listen.
0: That's camping. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's camping. <laughs> and, and you can just use a wet, do that. A, a wet wipe, right? You can <laughs> yeah, just use a wet wipe. I guess, I guess.
1: Oh, I don't know. Well, thanks for listening today. Uh, Happy New Year. This is coming out just a couple days before New Year. Uh, so if you're listening to us then, Happy New Year. Have a great turn of the year. Uh, we have big things planned for When Fear Reigns in 2020. Uh, make sure you're, you follow us. You're watching us on social media. Uh, make sure you're uh, subscribed to the podcast and share that subscription with other people. Help them subscribe on their phones or their devices. Uh, we'll see you next time. In the meantime, hope that our time together today has helped the fear of God to reign in your life.
0: Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of When Fear Reigns. Keep sharing this podcast with your family and friends. And if you're a first-time listener, don't forget to subscribe. We look forward to continuing to bring you new episodes every other week in the new year.